Osvaldo Durruti was sitting in a Wisconsin prison in the mid-1990s. He was in his 30s, and he was desperate to get out. He wanted to go home to Cuba, so he concocted a plan. I had a sad moment. And this sad moment led to something quite disturbing. In his mind, to get out of prison, Durruti was going to have to kill the most hated man behind bars. I went little, little violent, you know. So, you know, inmates, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer, you know. Durruti thought he'd get out if he killed Wisconsin's most notorious serial killer, Jeffrey Dahmer. And it almost happened in the prison chapel. But the weapon broke and guards intervened. But uh, I'm not proud of that. At that moment, you know, my mind was so disturbed. Because when I, when I tried to kill him, the reason I did it because I want to go back to Cuba. I don't want to be here in this country no more. I want to go back to Cuba. But the assault never got Duruti deported like he hoped. So how did he get here? Duruti settled in Madison, Wisconsin, after coming to the United States as part of the Mariel Boatlift, a moment in 1980 when 125,000 Cuban exiles were allowed to leave the island. Of that group, almost 15,000 were sent to Fort McCoy in Sparta, Wisconsin, including Duruti. At Fort McCoy, he made friends with a group of musicians who ended up playing for people across the state. We all got together. We started, you know, playing music. And that was when I ended up going to different places. And that was my way out mm. of the, the environment, the, the McCoy, you know. Mm. I, once Duruti was out on his own, he settled in Madison. He liked the people, the city, the nightlife. But discrimination and a language barrier made finding a job difficult. So he turned to the drug trade to make easy money. Duruti says he wasn't thinking about the consequences. We were selling dopes. Mm-hmm. You know, we were stealing. We were doing the, the crazy thing, you know. I can never say regret because, you know, once I do something, I will look back. Uh, if I pay for my mistake, I pay if I do wrong. He paid for that mistake with a prison sentence, where he would later cross paths with a notorious serial killer. The sentence is also getting in the way of him going back to Cuba. He wants to return to see his family, like his sister, who he hasn't seen in person in more than 40 years. The first thing I want to do, I want to embrace her and, you know, just raise her up, you know, and hug. Give her the hug that, you know, nobody ever, <laughs> she never get the hug from her, you know. And she said, what you're going to do is cook for me. But he can't go back. Even though he's no longer in prison, Duruti has felony convictions, so he can't return to Cuba or become a U.S. citizen. When I came here, I was wild, and nothing good was on my mind. Now, you know, it's like, a, you know, I got better understanding what it's like to be an American citizen. And not only that, but uh, putting me behind bars, it was something that I needed because I learned how to become a man. And now, Duruti just wants a second chance. We pay for our mistake, you know. We are not a threat to society anymore. We just uh, want, you know, to ask for forgiveness, consideration, opportunity to, you know, grow as a man, as a father. You know, we're not perfect. We just want to, you know, 
or be part of American dream, you know. To learn more about Osvaldo Durruti's life in Cuba and Wisconsin, check out the podcast WPR Reports Uprooted. All eight episodes plus historical photos, all at WPR.org slash uprooted. Wisconsin Life is a co-production of Wisconsin Public Radio and PBS Wisconsin in partnership with Wisconsin Humanities. Additional support comes from Lowell and Mary Peterson of Appleton. I'm Maureen McCollum. 